0: This is London Live, and that is Taylor Swift. Apparently that's a sneaky song about an ex-boyfriend. Travis Kelsey, are you listening? That one's about Harry Styles, but it's called Style. Huh? Or Harry Styles, but it's called Style. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the stuff that I can tell you about when we're talking Taylor Swift. I'm becoming a Swifty at heart. No, actually, I am impressed because we started looking into this because Taylor Swift was and is apparently dating Travis Kelsey. Now you're seeing the two of them in public. You're seeing him absolutely everywhere. He's got a whole lot of endorsements going. He had a podcast going even before this with his brother who plays in the NFL for the Philadelphia Eagles. The two of them actually met in the Super Bowl last year. So we thought we would talk about Taylor Swift and how she has been able to become as big as she is. Because we started doing some research and thought, this is pretty cool. She knows what she's doing. This doesn't seem to be some kind of fluke, right place, right time, boy band kind of stuff. No, there's a lot more to this. And we were able to sit down and talk with Simone Rural Rogers who's a program coordinator in customer relationship marketing and sales management at Fanshawe College. And the first thing that we asked Simone was, have we ever seen someone as
1: big as Taylor Swift before? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know if we have. I mean, she's kind of in a league of her own, and she's setting the pace, um... And we're all kind of following and catching up to her. I mean, she has become a household name as a great singer, but she's also a really smart businesswoman who has built an empire through, I think, authentic storytelling, relationship building, and community-based building, and then also her strategic brand. Like She could teach a masterclass on how to build an exceptional brand and the importance of image and reputation. So I think what you're seeing is a really great success because of those marketing principles that she has focused on.
0: Always a great songwriter. Had my song, which was kind of a debut, and it just seemed to be this nice little song that a teenage girl might sing, and it could have drifted off and and been a one-hit wonder. What was it that allowed Taylor Swift to start building let's you mentioned the relationships let's start there the relationships that she has with her fans because they seem to be they
1: seem to be tight yeah they are and you know i'm so glad that you started with like her first debut because she's 16 years old, she just goes on to the music scene and she starts to gain some traction. And right at the very beginning, she started to create this really strong connection with her fans, right? She writes relatable stories and then she starts to connect with her fans. She starts to build up anticipation and give them behind the scenes and sneak peeks. But what she did right from the beginning, which no one was really doing, was that she would um, connect with her fans with, going to baby showers, going to their weddings. She would reach out and answer personal questions. And I think that was what started to create this great great connection with her listeners because she would connect with them listen to them and then answer the questions whether it be through you know the use of social media and being able to emphasize that or just in the way that she related to them um in her songwriting and she would always go back to her fans and so i would say like her her, the way she has built that community has been so, so strong, and and it's she started right out of the gates, and she's been building it and building it over the years. So you see that these fans are not only just like, you know, love her music, but they are so loyal to her because she is loyal to them.
0: And that seems to be really genuine. She would go to baby showers and birthday parties?
1: Yeah, I, I swear. Um, so if you Google it on YouTube, you will find these little bits where they will say, come to my baby shower, come to my, my bridal shower. And she shows up and she's smart. She's recording it. She's showing the, how she's in, integrated in. I mean, it's so good. And even now, um, so I wouldn't say, I wouldn't call myself a Swifty, Mike, but I am the mom of two Swifties. I have a 11 year old and a 13 year old daughter. And even this weekend with, you know, the heiress tours being on, you know, being released um, this past weekend, my daughters kept talking about, did you know that, you know, Taylor Swift is somewhere in the United States. She's going to show up at one of these premier events, and she's going to surprise her, surprise her fans. And my kids are like, they are so lucky. Like, why don't we live in the States so we can... Potentially see Taylor Swift. So, I mean, there's something there in terms of her level of engagement that fosters this community and this sense and level of this fan, these fans who just value what she does and feel aligned to her.
0: We're talking with Simone Morrow Rogers, who is the program coordinator in customer relationship marketing and sales management at Fanshawe College. And we are looking through taylor swift and you mentioned now the concert is in theaters and we talked about the idea that could this save movie theaters could it give movie theaters something that they can now incorporate with the other acts we've seen it before justin bieber's done it before but, but not to this degree so is this just another outlet that taylor swift would be saying you know my tickets are hard to get how about if we put it on a big screen is this just more marketing
1: yeah. Okay. Well, I think it depends on how you want to look at it. I think she's a smart businesswoman. So I see it in two ways. One is she's very customer centric. So she's very client focused or in her fan, in her, in her world, like fan base. So she knows that there is this scarcity exclusivity to her, to her, um, her, you know, going to this concert. So why not make it more inclusive so that anyone could buy a ticket And it's open to everyone. So if you can't actually get tickets to her tour and see her live, this is sort of the next best thing. So I sort of love the fact that she's really focused on her fans and really trying to include everyone no matter, you know... if they were able to go or not go. And then I also sort of love this idea. She's smart. She's diversifying her revenue stream. <laughs> um, right. Here she is. She does, she does music and she's done different genres of music. So she's she's touched different types of um different types of audiences. But then also she's also gotten into merchandising, right? Now she does, you know, now she's doing concerts. Now she's now she's just doing movies. Um and so here's a different way to diversify her revenue stream and i mean it 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 looks like it must be working beyonce is going just announced that she's going to release her movie um you know shortly thereafter about her renaissance tour and they just teamed up on the weekend to just say hey like let's promote this together let's your success is my success so i mean how incredible is that so as a as a businesswoman i think that's just smart as it relates to business and marketing and how you create those connections
0: we are talking about Taylor Swift. So see what I mean about the branding? That is Simone Morrow Rogers, Program Coordinator in Customer Relationship Marketing and Sales Management at Fanshawe College. Talking about Taylor Swift. The ability to market, the ability to brand, what makes her as big as she is. And now, in a way, she's got fans of the NFL paying attention to her. Her fans are paying attention to the NFL. Some people are saying, hmm. This just seems a little too convenient. We're talking with Simone Morrow-Rogers, Program Coordinator in Customer Relationship Marketing and Sales Management at Fanshawe College. And we had to ask Simone about that. Here are Simone's thoughts on the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey relationship or just maybe Taylor Swift's relationship with the National Football League.
1: Uh, well, you know what? To your point, the NFL is a large large organization and they are capitalizing on, you know, this huge, you know, celebrity An influencer bringing a ton of great fans their way and they're just they're they're capitalizing on it so we see that they're shifting you know the times in the way that they do when they're delivering you know those key games um and they're looking at and they're also capitalizing on using taylor swift to bring that uh bring extra engagement as it relates to their instagram feed um by placing her music on some timely reels and even the commentators are talking about it i mean My husband's a huge, huge football um, fan. So in his world, he's like, you know, Travis tells me he's so popular. My girls are like, who is guy, this is so fun. I swear my husband has talked more about football with my two girls in the last two and a half or three weeks than he ever has. And he loves it. He hopes that they become fans. Now, whether or not there's like a pre Taylor Swift era for the NFL to a post Taylor Swift era, I think is still to come because it's really on the NFL to take that engagement and actually create fans out of them. But they are definitely capitalizing on what it is. And, um, I will just say, like, my hope is that this is a, Uh, you know, a great partnership for both of them in terms of a love match because I'm a romantic at heart, Mike. So I hope it's all all true.
0: (laughs) The power of Taylor Swift. I guess one last thing, Simone. And we are talking right now about Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift's impact with Simone Morrow Rogers, who is the program coordinator in customer relationship marketing and sales management at Fanshawe College. And that is Taylor Swift's fans. You've mentioned your daughters, they're young fans. A lot of her fans seem to be very young. Would she start her or be thinking about targeting? those fans as they grow older or can she still even as she grows older continue to target younger fans how do you think she works her demographics going forward
1: Oh, interesting question. I I think that her her music really appeals to a variety of different ages because even I talk to those who are in their 30s and they're like I'm a Swifty. But you're right. I do think that you know she does she can also connect and relate to a younger demographic and I just believe that that's because she is so good at capitalizing on a couple of different key things. She's really great at really connecting on social media, I'm um, doing those surprise meet and greets, sending personal gifts and she's able to relate to people like different areas and different genres. And so I do feel like her music's universal. And because of that, I think she just appeals to so many different people. So I feel like she's able to build those long-term relationships and then keep them over the years. Right. Um, Because people will say to me, Oh my gosh, I remember listening to Taylor Swift when I was like in high school and they still love her 15 years later. She's just able to tap into, I think a lot of different people, depending on where they are in life. And I think that that goes to the strength of her being a strong artist and the way that she's able to, to, um, to use storytelling in her, in her music.
0: I look forward to her song one day that talks about Thanksgiving dinner with her family that appeals to <laughs> Una, the rest of the people who have yet to tap into Taylor Swift. Simone, thank you so much for the conversation today. Mm-hmm.
1: Appreciate
0: it. Take care. Simone Morrow Rogers, program coordinator in customer relationship marketing and sales management at Fanshawe College. This could be it. Everybody thinks, ah, this is just a business deal. This is just getting Travis Kelsey and the NFL to be even bigger. Taylor Swift taps into a new market, new business deal. I don't know. You know? Can I be a hopeless romantic for a second? Maybe this is the real one. Maybe this is the one that gets Taylor Swift. Singing songs about Thanksgiving dinner and raising kids on a ranch somewhere. I don't know. You never know. She's got to go in that direction at some point. She's written about every other thing. She's written about being 22 and, what, 15. So now, now it's time to get into the 30s. Yeah, time for the I Do song. <gasps> That's what she could do. She could create the next wedding song. Think of how many people would use that as their wedding song. I'll let her be the marketer in this one.